Welcome to Mysteries and Oddities of War, written, produced, and directed by your host, me, Tim Guitar. Episode 15, Bonus Episode 2, World War One, The Battle of Osawick Fortress, A Ghoulishly Odd Counterattack of the Russian Undead Army. The Osawick Fortress is situated in what is now Poland. The fortification was built from 1882 to 1892 as a defensive standpoint between Germany and Russia. Our battle, this battle, at Osawick Fortress was part of the literal Eastern Front of World War I, otherwise known as the Great War. On this fateful day, warfare took a ghoulish turn, the stuff of nightmares. Almost an unbelievable and unnatural occurrence would take place here, at this battle. The survivors of this horror died having lived a reality that was so fierce, so scary, they could not be granted peace, even in death. Most died with these unpeaceful memories flashing one or more times before death actually came to gather them. Some recalling the horrors as they pass from this life to the next. Some scream in the days after the battle, wishing for death and praying to have their memories erased. The dead or undead rising in their minds to reclaim their forgotten souls, to bring horror as a departure gift to the enemies. On August 6, 1915, no one had a clue. Germany had launched a full frontal all-out offensive in early July of 1915. The offensive included 14 battalions of infantry, some seven to 8,000 men, one battalion of sappers, somewhere between 20 and 30 heavy siege guns, and finally, 30 batteries of artillery with air balloons equipped with poisonous gas. This poison is the root ingredient in our story's unusually odd mishap, which leads to an unreal and almost horror film ending. On the other side, the Russians had soldiers, civilians, and militia totaling somewhere in the neighborhood of 1800. At 4 a.m. on August 6, 1915, it was decided that in aid of the German assault, chlorine-filled gas balloons were to be put on the front lines of the Germanic forces. Then, as it was had in the entire battle, a tailwind prevailed and took it with it the stench and poison of raw chlorine gas right into the faces of the Russian forces. As unexpected as it was, there was no preparing for what was to come. The commanding officer for the German Empire 
was Field Marshal Paul Ludwig Han Anton von Beneckendorf und von Hindenburg, or Paul von Hindenburg, the supreme commander of Germany's armed forces during World War I, became president of Germany after the war in 1925 until his death in 1934. In Hindenburg's Council of Seven Chancellors was a young Austro-Hungarian upstart who would become the supreme ruler of all Germany after the president's death. The Führer von Deutschland, the evil and uncanny Adolf Hitler. The Russian Empire was quite fortunate to have a young and brave soldier at the helm of their military affairs during this battle. Second Lieutenant Vladimir Korpovich Kotlinski, aged only 20 years old, Kotlinski had won the trust of his comrades and officers through his unrivaled fearlessness and lack of self-preservation showing at times remarkable leadership skills. The cloud of chlorine gas completely engulfed the entire Russian camp, injuring everyone and killing most. After the gas attack, the problems were further compounded by simultaneous shelling and bombing of the fortress. 1,600 Russian casualties alone were inside the fortress. All German infantry then moved forward and charged into the morning dusk of darkness and left over Corinne stench burn aching their eyes, looking to finish off the no doubt crippled and weak remaining Russians. But to the amazement horror and disbelief of the charging Germans, 60 to 100 Russian undead zombie soldiers were counter-marching into them. The Russian soldiers that were moving at them were their first real night of the living dead zombie folk. They were bleeding from their eyes, noses, mouths, ears, and skin mangled, screaming, and wailing in pain from the gas, literally eating their skin off, gagging, drooling, spitting, and vomiting, coughing up entire sections of lung, in some cases. Chunks of flesh and small body pieces and hair were falling off everywhere. Eyes were bugging out and popping from their sockets from the fumes. A disgusting and horrifying scene, to be sure. It was a real live horde of living zombies fighting in a counterattack. The Germans ran in fear and retreat towards their own original battle lines. The Empire of Germany and the entire world at large had never seen such a panicking and stirring scene. The Germans had no choice but to run as fast as their feet would carry them, often dropping their weapons in stride behind them. A childlike fear grasps as a soldier when something you just killed attacks you in retaliation. 
A chill at four in the morning like that may have even scared a few of those German soldiers to death. The Germans, in their hasty retreat, were often grabbed by their own Constantina wire and trapped within it. The remaining five Russian guns essentially finished off the wired soldiers. The rest were bayoneted on sight. It was a complete and utterly embarrassing loss for Germany, but almost understandable in its nature. The Russians had beat the Germans and were victorious with profoundly lower numbers in forces and manpower. Almost all of the 60 to 100 undead soldiers did die in the following hours after the exposure to the chlorine gas, including Lieutenant Karpovich, who was incidentally, ironically, and rather fittingly immortalized because of this very battle of the undead. In that, Karpovich did supersede death, Field Marshal Hindenburg returned days later and did recapture Ozowick Fortress, which was flamed and destroyed by the Russians. They saw to it to make sure Hindenburg was capturing a worthless ruin rather than a useful fortress. Don't forget to subscribe, like, and follow Mysteries and Oddities of War. Thanks for listening to this extra special bonus episode of Mysteries and Oddities of War. Happy Halloween, all you history heads. Remember, love your history. Mm-hmm.